Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talking Shot, the photography and filmmaking podcast. I am Ross Grieve. And I'm Jim Cossie. I'm Esther Ling. And I'm Matt Jacobs. And we're back in uh, Color Confidence HQ and joined again by the wonderful Ashley Bowman. Hello, Ashley. How are you, mate? Hi, Ross. Good to see you again. Very well, thanks. Hello again. Hello, mate. Um, And today we're going to be diving into the dark art of printing. Um, how to print nicely, different paper choices, and something that terrifies a few people um, is Jim's ICC profile. Uh, I do. It has been known I do like a print or two. You do mm. like a print or two. But ICC profiling is um, quite good for Jim to get into as well. It's, it's, that is, to yeah, be fair, all of us. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I just know me RGBs and me. sRGB. Yeah. Or, or, pro, RGB. or, pro, or pro photo RGB. No. See, I'm lost already. <laughs> so to help us um, sort out coffee? Jim's head, uh, Ashley's <laughs> going to take us through uh, some printing. So sort of, some, what, what about printing and, and the link between, between sort of colour management? There is uh, obviously a, a time. Yeah, there. a lot of people get a bit scared with uh, printing because they do see it as a bit of a dark art. Uh, but you know, with modern systems, modern software and hardware, it's relatively easy to do. Really Looking back on your kind of whole uh, computer workflow or, or your capture to uh, print workflow, all colour management works in a similar way. You've got a usually a device that either shows colour or reads colour. So uh, something like the Colour Checker Passport, you take a photograph of that, uh, the software knows what those colours should be on your image and then will apply a profile to correct them. Then uh, you go to your monitor you can then profile your monitor and get the, the best quality out of that. Again, the software shows the device colour. The, the software knows what those colours should be. Device reads what the monitor's uh, uh, showing and creates a profile. So again, it adjusts, that, uh, it adjusts the monitor then correctly. Printing is exactly the same. Uh, with the software, prints out a set of colour patches that probably a lot of people have seen, uh, maybe couple of thousand color patches those are read in by device and a profiles created the software again knows what those colors really should be it sees what your printer's printed and creates the profile to adjust those colors so when you're printing out from photoshop lightroom or, or wherever it can apply that profile as it goes through correcting your colors so it's going to look correct on your printer so it's basically saying i want to print on this paper Please apply the correct settings and it will come out looking amazing. Yeah. And simples. Yeah. Simples. Simples. Yes. Simples. Simples. Well, you can well that was a good podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was excellent. Yeah. Oh, I take up printing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, seriously, going into it a, a more, there's um, some people get confused with paper choice. Yep. And I've done it before. I've um, selected the wrong profile. I've had, say, glossy paper in and it's come out flooded, if you like, saturated. Yeah. Yep. Um, explain why that yeah. would happen. Well, there's, there's a few golden rules when you're printing. Is that if you're using your own profile that you've created, or uh, from a paper company you've downloaded, or some paper companies now, uh, you can send them a chart and they'll read that in and send you a bespoke profile for your printer. There's a few things to remember on there. Is Selection of the paper type is important because when you select the paper type within the driver, it sets the the weight of ink that's been laid down on the paper. It's going to lay, lay a lot more ink down on, uh, say, an archival mat or a heavy mat paper than it will on a high gloss. 
the high gloss is really takes the minimum amount of ink uh, to show the images but to get the same depth of color on a matte paper you need to uh, lay more color down so if you use the incorrect uh, paper type that can have a, a final effect on the image even if you're using the correct profile uh, there's a couple of routes to go down when you're printing say from photoshop is that you either let photoshop manage the colors uh, where you're using your own profile or a profile you've downloaded or you let the printer control the colors when you choose the printer controller colors what that does is use a canned profile that is within the driver so you select a paper it applies that correct profile for that paper type and prints it if you don't set, select those correctly for the type of paper you're using you could be all over the place like flooding uh, to to its uh, you know worst conclusion or or just colors are going to be a bit off or a bit thin if you're using maybe a matte paper and using a gloss setting but i mean you know not to scare people off most people tend to use maybe one or two papers yeah. anyway so they're yeah. going to and the profiles do actually say what type of paper it is so it's quite easy yes. to select it yeah. um, within that um, but uh, like different photographers tend to use different types of paper so you like your wedding photographers maybe more like a luster or a yeah. pearl um, Jim who prints a lot will use more like a uh, we sort of fine art cotton rag um, Matt Matt just yeah. Matt is that just right Matt, yeah Matt. Yes. Matt. I like Matt Matt does most That's stuff. That's a good all rounder. It's a good all rounder. I like it. It's a good. It's a good uh, one to fall back on. One, one of the good hardest ones to print, though. But then, if you don't want to print it at home, going sort of jumping back to that is, and a paper I love is if you want to do like competition prints, amazing competition prints is metallic. Mm. Metallic yeah, paper yeah, looks amazing. Yeah, it's so hard to get right, and mm. it's such a sensitive paper as well. I've got some samples of that from place in Shoreditch. It looks amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's um, really subtle but beautiful. Yeah, I, I did a, a job for New Zealand hairdresser of the year, and the client wanted pearl hair salon. Say it, say it. Uh, I get this every week with an accent. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> um, but uh, the. The metallic just looked amazing, absolutely popped off the paper. But having, a, I would say, a lab to print that because it's so sensitive and to print it, print yeah, it nicely. Metallics are difficult to handle yourself with the creating your own mm. profiles, but I say they get some fantastic results. I've done a few on an iridium uh, uh, kind of silver semi-gloss and get the right image on there. They just absolutely pop. But, um, but going back to the, the printing as well, we're talking about the colour management. With colour management, people actually forget you have to colour management uh, colour manage for black and white as well. Yeah. Because you have to get your tones right. If you don't get your tones right, everything's going to look, look flat and not have the sort of whites and blacks, which you, which you may need. Um, so that sort of applies. But also when you're using labs, if you don't want to print yourself. So talk us through maybe what a lab might do. You've got some really good links with labs as well. Yeah, we've got some links with, with different labs across the country. A lot of them buy their colour management equipment from us. And again, a, a lot of the labs will, especially on their paper, will uh, provide people with uh, profiles as well that they can uh, apply. But one of the key things with labs is getting your image right to start with on mm -hmm. capture and importantly on screen uh, 
So you can uh, be confident that the colours you have on screen are going to get then transferred to your, your final prints because there's nothing worse than taking good pictures, editing them how you know you think they're fantastic, printing them out and you just kind of go, what, what am I going to do here to try and correct it? Mm. You don't get that same degree with uh, labs because they tend to be really well colour managed, but it's getting them that information to start with uh, that is correct. So maybe profiling your camera and your monitor is going to benefit you. And also working and talking to the lab because, yeah. you know, ask the questions if you're not sure. And a lot of people are afraid to ask questions and they're more than happy to help. Yeah, because a lot of labs will send you the profile of their printers. So you can do a soft proof in Photoshop or Lightroom so you can get an idea of how your image is going to look like mm-hmm. on printed on their printers. Yes. Well, but a word on DPI. Some people get really confused. DPI 243. Give, give yeah. us a few. Well, it, it's a bit of a minefield DPI. Mm. In that 72 DPI and 300 DPI is kind of meaningless. It's your overall pixel count on your image that's important. Mm -hmm. So if you're printing uh, an A4 image with a 24 million pixel uh, file, that's going to look fine. People get confused. And and that's going to have maybe the equivalent of... Four to five hundred DPI, yep. which is by far, uh, 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 but it's only to the point where you blow it up to a large degree sure. that those things are, are going to come in. Yeah. But even a twenty-four million uh, pixel image was going to print up to A one, you know, no problem. You're going to uh, probably one to two meter image. It's going to be no problem in printing mm. that on a, a standard twenty-four million, you know, average yeah. uh, camera uh, image. I know from, well, shooting micro four thirds and people go, oh, you can't print big on that. You can't go bigger than A3. Yeah. yeah. I've got 60 inch prints on the wall at home. Yeah. I've got two. You show off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you show yeah. off. Hey? Yeah, it's incredible. So it is, but that's how you manage, again, going through yeah. your workflow, how you, how you manage the image. And yes. it's, it's, there's so many tools within Photoshop that help you. And it's, it doesn't take long to, you know, get it to the print button stage. Um, or send to your printer. But I think, like you were saying, a lot of people do become scared. They see a very professional lab, and they're scared to go in and approach people and say, "Look, yeah. I don't know what to do. Can you help me?" Yeah. And people just don't do it, especially yeah. in London with the high end yeah. stuff in Shoreditch and stuff like that. People yeah. just don't want to go near it, which is a shame. All the labs go to most of the big shows, yeah. certainly the photography mm. show. It's just a good idea to go and talk to them. Yeah, that's and, right, yeah. And if you are thinking about doing things with them, especially the, maybe the uh, uh, the album uh, printers and what have you, just go in and talk to yeah, them, see, yeah. what, see w- what the best how they recommend you best work and things like that. So you've already know what they're expecting from you uh, when they do the prints. Yeah, because it's, um, I think it's also maybe a generation thing, which people aren't so forthcoming and uh, they're used to looking online for everything. They may not find that solution online. So picking up a phone, actually talking to someone or talking to someone in a show is is, is a bit sort of foreign. It's not, it's not sort of an everyday thing. Um, I, 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 I much think, prefer talking to someone on the phone. Yeah, I think coming from a slightly older perspective as well, like we, if we're used to seeing prints... So speak for yourself, mate. So, <laughs> so, so many people are not used to seeing stuff in print. So many people just don't print stuff anymore. And they're yeah. so used to seeing stuff on a backlit monitor. Yes. If they do print something and it comes out awful, yeah. they're completely discouraged. They don't understand why it looks so bad. Yeah. And they don't go any further than that, up, which is yeah. a real yeah, shame. I, I don't think that's why people don't print very much anymore because yeah. the results are not necessarily what they were expecting. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, labs, it's usually a little better because depending what route you go, are color managed or non-color managed route. If you go and a color managed route with a, a lab, they'll make decisions about your images when they print them. Sure. They'll boost things. You know, they'll, they'll have their uh, settings on their little console that they're working on when they print. So you will generally get very good uh, color and quality from a lab. Mm-hmm. But again, if you send them poor images to start with, you're yeah, not yeah. necessarily yes. going to get anything brilliant back. Yeah, I mean, if you, you send them a, if it's looking with a magenta cast on your screen, it's going to come back with a magenta yeah, cast yeah. printed. They're going to print it how you sent it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so for someone who's sort of starting out in the, in the printing yeah. uh, world, what would you recommend? Well, for them if they're uh, got kind of mid-range printer, you can't do better than something like uh, an X-Rite i1 Studio. I mentioned it uh, in the previous podcast, and that does all your color management. So it's got a basic uh, color checker uh, target within there. So you can calibrate your camera. You can calibrate your monitor as well. So you're getting that as as good as it can be. And it goes that next step further in profiling your printer. Uh, Full color print as well as black and white. uh, Because I know a lot of people are are doing black and white. And I've seen a lot of black and white images that they may be using standard color profiles on and you get maybe a cyan or magenta cast with them slightly and it's not nice and neutral uh, but we say with something like the i1 studio that has specific profiles you can create for black and white that will favor the grays and the blacks that are in most printers now so it will tend to be very neutral and remove any of those color casts and of course that will if you're printing uh, color as well it will tend to get much uh, better color quality out of your printer as well it'll tend to open up shadow and highlight detail so again it's going to look much more like your screen it's getting that balance that you can be confident that the edits you make and the color changes you make the contrast settings all those things that go together to make a good image get then transferred to your print so again the i1 studio is ideal for that because it will do everything for you and relatively you know very simple to use really and it's always a thing to also to remember there's no white inks in a printer they're not True. no there's oh, not there. maybe that's where even i, I knew that <laughs> <laughs> i've had that question asked <laughs> so that dispels that looking at me with a raised eyebrow there no no it's it matt no, yeah. I think it, I think it was Matt. I think it was me. I think it was Matt. It? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you do that, and then if you get your right color choice, and, and paper choice is so important for the image as well. So if you're doing um, travel photography, wedding photography, landscape photography, that's going to influence how your image looks massively. So especially when it comes down to if you're going to enter competitions and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, but to your clients, the most important thing at the end of the day, how it looks to your client. Mm. Yeah, smile, quick. Um, so resource-wise for printing, um, on have a look on the X-Rite Color Confidence yeah, site. Yeah, uh, there's, a, again, really good uh, videos on the X-Rite uh, YouTube uh, uh, system. And they're really good and go through your whole workflow, really, and get to the printing side. It goes you step by step to get good prints. Just the important things to remember and uh, the important settings on your uh, printer driver. And not so much on selecting the paper, but how to deal with different papers. Because 
all papers take ink slightly differently and having a profile uh, either applied by the driver or one that you've created yourself is really important to get the best colour out of, uh, of a print. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Mm. Well, thank you, Ashley, once again for um, joining us. It's and no um, uh, yeah, it's, thank it's you always good to dip, dip the toe into the dark world yeah. of printing. And all the information you've heard from Ashley will be in the details below. Have a look at the X Right and the Color Confidence uh, website, and also the YouTube channels. And there's a there's a plethora of information there. Plethora. So, yes. so till next time, guys. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you again. See you thank soon. You. Thank you, Ashley.